0: All right, all right. Um trying this a uh, few times, so a few takes here. Um yeah, always wanted to start a podcast. And uh David Sachs and Colin uh crew has made it stupid simple. Um I always said I wanted to start a podcast, so why not? Got a couple things to talk about. Uh mainly just talking about my two side hustles today. Um little background about myself. Um, I'm from Chicago, uh, adopted from Korea. So pretty lucky there and, um, had failed and a minor success with, uh, my current company. Um, first startup in tech was essentially in real estate, trying to find a solution to find an apartment more efficiently, raise money, moved all the way to Romania, crazy place. Uh, that was my first time to Europe actually uh so imagine going to bucharest and never you know it's not like london or paris that's for sure um and learned a lot we failed um humbling experience but definitely a a, a great opportunity to learn um really how to build a business and um then serendipitously actually met my two partners um off of craigslist was thinking about what am I going to do? Do I go back in entrepreneurship? I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and they had just raised a seed round. It was just them two, um, which is my current business called Machinio. It's a search engine for all kinds of used machinery. Uh, so it's a pretty simple two products. We have SaaS subscription for advertising and SaaS for like like a HubSpot for used machinery uh, dealers. So helps you manage your customers and your uh, inventory. And we were acquired three years ago. Uh, so now I do a little angel investing, I'm a venture partner for a fund here in Berlin. Um, I just love to learn. So uh, I started recently two side hustles. Um, first one, uh, essentially, I've always been interested in, you know, how do you flip something online? How do you sell stuff online? Specifically, Amazon. A couple of my friends have been successful in the states and. Long and short of it, um you know it, it, the process is kind of complicated in Germany, even just to uh, establish a company It takes a long time um, and uh, i've always uh been looking at this program called helium ten so if anyone's used uh, Amazon, you've probably seen basically the program essentially crawls Amazon gives you any kind of data in terms of you know how many sales are they making, you know what's popular. Uh, how much traffic are they getting yada 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 um but it is a tool that you can basically find products that you can source um most source in china pakistan you know places where they're manufacturing goods that are are obviously at a, at a lower cost and then you flip them on um you know amazon etsy ebay um and, and so forth uh so to uh been looking for products going through a course um uh, that's actually held through um through this um uh, helium 10 learning a lot and then a deal came up which was kind of funny a buddy of mine, there's all these returns from like big box stores across Europe across the US um Amazon like let's let's go let's let's buy it so i'm like well all right let's let's look at this and then i i'm like all right well let's drive we drive all the way to the netherlands And, um, just to make sure this person's legit drive to Netherlands and essentially, uh, we buying 130 big screen TVs, um, and, uh, 20,000 euros, you get 130 TVs, all different sizes from, you know, 55 inch to 87. Um, we go there, we look at them, they're in the boxes, they're returned. You're not allowed to open them. You don't have like you, you basically just have an invoice of the quantity there. And then you essentially, you know, you order it, we book it. So um we uh we decided to 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 put the cash together. Um we got a warehouse in Berlin. Um and all of, there's there's a ton of steps, right? You got to do the you got to do the corporation in, in in Germany, which is not like the US. It's it's uh, takes a long time. Um, we had to find a warehouse, uh, which we ended up getting in in basically the center of town, um, and and house these because of uh, um, you can't do the FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. If any of you guys are familiar. You know, this is a product where we're going to be selling. You know, essentially a product that um, is is used, or or so we thought, um, and returned. So we get the TVs, and you know, we're looking, we're researching how do we market these? What are we're going to do? What platforms? And we get the shipment in we start opening the boxes with the TVs again we, we just paid 21000 euros with, with shipping with uh you know that came on the truck and um and by the way uh warehouse work is is not is, is not easy we inventory everything we start pulling out the TVs and we're like this one smashed that one smashed but you know we were under the impression that hey all TVs that are no more than you know 3 months old they should be easy to 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 be, you know, to get a warranty back on them, they usually have two to three years. They call on the LG, call them Samsung, and they're like, "Yeah, you're going to need a um, warranty." To 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 use this warranty, you're going to actually have to have the serial number and model number on an invoice. We're like, mm, "We don't have that." Besides the company, they're like, "So and I'm 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 pissed." I'm like, "Well, I just lost you know." 10 grand, uh, or more basically. And, uh, and so I asked the guy and I'm like, dude, you sold us these broken TVs. Like, well, what am I going to do with these? How, how did someone just buy those next to us too? Um, they actually sold another 130 lot to someone in Spain. He's like, I'm not going to tell you how you do your business, but what my clients do, it's, it's a bit of a gray area. They're like, Oh, well, you know, you invoice the client, the client, has and when I say invoice you're going to put the serial number and uh, all the information that's required and then they'll redeem the warranty and I'm like okay so basically I have to use my friends <laughs> around town uh, send them the tv they get a new one and then I'm going to flip it he's like yes so I'm in the process of doing that at the moment and um, it's not easy work shall we say but um, you know uh, we're two weeks in. And at the end of the day, you know, we got a the TVs. They range anywhere from 500 euros to 4,000. Uh, the majority of the TVs are around a grand a piece. So there is still great margin. Um, even if we can't return them all because you know, Samsung was like, this looks like someone, uh, put their foot into the TV. This is not returnable. This is definitely done by you. Um, so assuming that we can't return all the TVs, which is more than likely, I think we can still make a return, but yeah, stay tuned for that. The other side hustle um, that I'm doing is, uh, is actually, I've always I'm like, Hey, you know, a lot of wealthy people, they're in real estate. Well, I happened to be in Florida for six weeks with family. I was doing some business around the Orlando area. And at the time, you know, it, Florida was open. COVID was still, yeah, you know, Restrictions were on, but not in Florida. And I saw the quantity of people moving in troves every, like the amount of real estate that was basically, they couldn't keep up with people. Apparently a thousand families a day were moving to Florida, lower taxes, um, you know, remote work. I'm thinking about, wow, this equation makes sense. Now that people, you know, (laughs) New York, a million dollars in Florida, you can buy whatever you want and have pay substantially less taxes. And now that if you can work remote, like well, why why wouldn't you? Um, and I saw the prices for Airbnbs. I did all the analysis. I used a tool called, you know, uh, one of my buddies um, gave me and let me use his login called AirDNA. What that does is essentially allows you to look at all different properties anywhere in. I'm not sure it's in Canada, anywhere in the U S you can, it provides the link. It gives the average, you know, nightly rent that they're getting. And again, it's, it's not perfect, but it's, it's pretty good. Similar to like the helium tool, it crawls a data source and gives you as much data as, as, as you can, as you can possibly get. Um, and so I drove all around while I was there um, in Orlando to learn the market, understand like, Hey, is this a, like, can I, can I, even though I don't obviously live here, can I basically, because interest rates are low buy a place, rent it out, use a property management group? Like, can I, is this possible to generate some, you know, some passive income? Um, and, uh, and so, and so, yeah, basically, uh, I went through the process and everybody was, was bidding over ask. And so I got outbid three or four times. Um, And then most recently, I actually won a bid. Um, Nobody wanted to touch this house. Uh, It's seven bedrooms. Technically, you can't call a bedroom a bedroom if it doesn't have a closet in the US, didn't know that. Um, But it will be an eight bedroom house. I'm gonna have to put around, it needs a new roof. It needs new air conditioning and heating rip out the kitchen, replace all the furniture. I'm budgeting around a hundred thousand. Hopefully it could be cheaper. But doing all the numbers, you know, with the mortgage, with all the insurance, this, you know, side hustle um should be around three thousand dollar, you know, with everything. Mortgages, payments, and and uh insurances and, and, and whatnot. I should Per the property manager, which I had to obviously vet, speak to their clients, um, they take twenty percent of profits, and I should still net after all expenses three. So we'll see how it goes. So those are the two side hustles, um, and uh, really looking forward to to learning uh, about everybody else's. And of course, I'll let you guys know how this journey goes. All right.